to give you this verse early, and then we're going to get back to it. Uh, the book of Colossians, book of Colossians chapter 1, I mean chapter 3, verses 1 through 2. The book of Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 2. Customary here at the Unity Worship Center that we stand for the reading of God's word. Amen. Unless you can't stand. And the Bible says, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Verse number two. Set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth. Can I read that second verse right real quick? Set your mind on things above and not on things on the earth. May God add a blessing to the hearers, the readers, but most of all the doers of his word. And we may be seated in the presence of a holy and divine God. We bless God for all of our visitors that are here today. Amen. Uh, I know we done threw cyber, the media, social media off. We're not taping today. Um, I'm starting to believe that as long as we continue to use social media, the people that's supposed to be here won't come. Amen. At bed, gets easy to watch church in, ain't it? Hey. Today, I want to talk to you real quick about something that I believe that is destroying the body of Christ. I want to talk to you about distractions. Distractions. Expressions such as distracted driving, or distracted learning are familiar. We all know about the car accidents caused by the teen or the adult who was texting and the struggle so many children to stay focused in a school environment. We can point out problems and talk about solutions in these cases. You may not hear much about this crisis called distracted living. Distracted living is where you miss out on much of your life because you generally aren't paying attention or your attention is torn in so many directions that you really don't focus on anything. We know that distractions can make learning harder, driving more dangerous, and life less enjoyable. They are a natural part of life. People have dealt with distractions forever, but these disturbances and interruptions have been changing with time and growing in number. Evolution has made it possible for a human brain to develop and grow more complex, and so the ways in which we register, perceive, and deal with distractions have undoubtedly changed and became more advanced. The sheer volume, the sheer volume of information that we are exposed to these days can attack all of our senses. While the age of information may have us better connected and informed, it has also made our lives more rushed more hectic, and more distracted. 
Research is now proving that the brain is not quite coping with the amount of information that we receive. And our ability to disconnect from the outside and be present in the moment is actually decreasing. Diversions and intrusions, for example, daydreaming and, and mind wandering, are examples of internally induced interferences, whereas distractions and interruptions, such as irrelevant uh, stimuli and, and multitasking, represent externally induced interferences. Here's a quick way to example uh, or to illustrate these terms. If while listening to the sermon, you thought about what you were going to do after service. If while listening to the sermon, you thought about a movie that you might have wanted to see or wondered, you know, if it's going to rain later, or if it's actually going to snow all next week, then internal factors are at fault for your loss of focus on the sermon. Conversely, if your phone vibrated or your baby cried or you were trying to listen to the sermon and, 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 and text on your phone, external factors were at work fragmenting your attention. According to neuroscientist uh, by the name of Adam Ghazali, our attention defines the way in which we perceive things. Furthermore, it allows for a degree of cognitive control that helps us function. When interferences overload us, we exceed the capabilities of our cognitive control and our important everyday faculties become adversely affected. Simply put, distracted living, distracted living reduces our quality of life. Day by day, those emails, social media, Notifications, aimless internet browsing, schedules overloaded with meetings and appointments and missed dinners and neglected dates and forgotten birthdays. They begin to add up and their compounding effect is reflected in our feelings of guilt and regret. Our time here in the earth realm is limited to some few decades and what we use it for matters. Distractions take, uh, uh, distractions, uh, take that precious time away from us, make us lose our sense of directions and, and impede our progress toward our dreams and goals and, and make us miss many opportunities, many opportunities in life. The age of information has conditioned us to believe that we need to absorb every ounce of information sent our way and squeeze as much as we possibly can into our daily schedules to get the most from life. Yet, if you think about it, constant rushing, jumping from one tax to another and dividing our attention onto a million different things is hardly equal to living a life, living a life to the fullest. A sense of life passing by. Anybody ever sit around and just begin to feel like life's just passing me by? Just feel like I'm missing something. I just, I feel like there's so much more I could be doing. A sense of passing, life passing us by is a sure sign of having been distracted for too long from things that are truly important. To live a fulfilling life, we need to concentrate on what matters most and trim off the redundant time eaters. 
Here's, a, here's another easy exercise to help you identify your distractions. If, if you had only one day to live, what would you spend your, your time on? What would be your what would be of your importance? Once you realize where your priorities lie, turn your undivided attention toward them and use all of your efforts and resources to achieve things that make you feel that make you feel proud and content. Here, here, here is what you can do to stop living uh, uh, distracted and, and, and add more value to the time that you have. May, may I suggest that you just slow down? I know you was looking for something that might have come in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin, but can I just go ahead and say one of the greatest ways to, to, to deal with some of the distractions in your life is just to simply slow down. We, we, we don't even walk no more. We run everywhere, run errands, run to grab a coffee, run to the post office, run to pick up the kids from the basketball and gymnastics. We run, run, run. And the funny thing about running is that while you do move pretty fast toward, what it, toward the finish line, you fail to notice the things that you pass by. Sometimes you realize you ain't even running in the right direction to reach your goal. Anybody know what I'm talking about today? So stop rushing through life. Know where you are. Know where you are headed, but enjoy the process of getting there. I'm talking about literally stop. Smell the roses on the way. Another thing I want to stress to you, control your tech. Don't allow your tech to control you. If you think technology can control humans only in sci-fi movies, please, please think again. Technology has become a beast to modern society. A generation of technology fans, addicts and slaves, and we can't go an hour without checking our mobile devices or some other fancy digital toy that we've purchased. Yes, we need technology, but think about what we need it for. It should, it should enhance our lives and strengthen our relationships and help us find more time for things that are important to us in life. Some, some of you have games on your phones. Some of you have games on your phones that make it impossible to have a real conversation with you. And, and if we say something about it, uh, if we say something to you about it, you got the nerve to catch an attitude. It's time for you to delete that candy crush because it's crushing your ability to have normal conversation. I am a victim of my own prodigy. Most of you know my wife. You know she's not really into technology and all of these bells and whistles, that would be me. But when I met her, uh, she had a flip phone. And it was way too late in the years to have a flip phone. And she was so proud of it. And I used to wonder, I used to wonder, because before I really paid attention to her phone, I'd be like, why it take her so long to text me back? Because she had to go, A, uh, C. <laughs> and, 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 and we would be riding down the street 
we'd be, we'd be riding down the street, and, and she would get out of phone. And I said, I say, text, text Stephen. You know, text. now I remember that time we were sick, and, and, and he left us in the room. He said, he said, can I borrow your car? We said, we over here dying, just dying, just dying times three. And he said, can I borrow your car? I said, yeah, he was gone. Boom. I said, well, text him and see if he can just get us some medicine before he just let, leaves us to die. And she has the nerve. I said, get the medicine. Medicine means we need help. This is serious. This is urgent. And she gets out this flip phone and goes, I had plans for that phone. I said, as soon as she leaves me, one day, in a rush to get to work, I'm going to break it. I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to make her come on over to the smartphones. Little did I know that she would get a smartphone and get a game on the phone. She ain't got three. You know, some people you some people got three different accounts. She got one game. And I could come in, and you know how you, you, you know, women are, they... You know, y'all don't talk. You don't. We don't talk. We don't bond. We don't. And I can come in, and I'm feeling neglected. I'm watching her play the game. I'm like, yeah. right here. Uh, think about cutting off my leg. Hate that phone now. She's on stage four thousand six hundred and thirty-three. It's got to be. I don't know, but it's got to be somewhere close to that. And we we don't have normal conversation. Clear up your physical and mental clutter. Clutter is by far one of the biggest sources of distraction in most people. It is extremely easy to lose sight of things in a sea of disorder. Give everything a place. Did you hear that? Give everything a place and make sure it stays there. That, 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 that counts for people too. Give everything and everybody a place and make sure it stays there. Remove anything that you don't need or you're not sure that you need. And in many cases, physical clutter is actually the result of mental and emotional clutter. So clean up the important spaces and see if it doesn't free up space in your mind as well. Keep, keep a daily priority list, and, and most importantly, don't overload it. A priority list implies that, that, that you will have only a few important things that you will focus your attention on each day. List them in the order of urgency and importance and strive to disregard any distractions until you hit your target. Think long term when putting together a priority list so that things you do focus on connect with your values. Learn, this is deep right here, learn to politely decline. There is power in your no. There are millions of things that you could be doing every day, and if your goal in life is to try as many different things as you can, you're going to have to learn how to say no. Multitasking is, is one way to go about it, but, but it only works well on, on boring and, and, re and repetitive tasks. Important things, as a rule, require tenacity and your undivided... Uh, let me say that again. Important things, as a rule, require tenacity and your undivided attention. Can I ask you a question? What, what, is it, what is it that has your attention? What are you distracted with today that really, really ain't that important? While, while people will use uh, guilt as a powerful motivator, it often leaves you feeling that, that you didn't make a good choice. Try to avoid being guilted into doing what you really can't afford the time to do. Notice and appreciate each day. How about that? In the race for a better life in the future, it, it is easy to disregard present, the present as irrelevant. 
getting to a better life might take a while. When you get there, what kind of memories will you have? What stories will you tell? What stories will you tell your children and grandchildren? Will you have something to be proud of? Will you, will you, will you have someone to share your, your better life with? Pay attention to your life as you live it and appreciate each day that you have so that you don't find yourself filled, filled with regret at the end of your journey. In fact, I read where one writer said, this is a day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I don't, I don't have to have a whole lot of reasons to rejoice. Things don't have to be necessarily going my way to rejoice. But because I woke up in the land of the living, I can give God a praise. I'm not distracted by what it is that I don't have. I'm not distracted by what it looks like. I'm not distracted by who don't like me. I'm not distracted with somebody else's ministry. I'm not distracted by the numbers. I'm no longer distracted distracted by the money, I just bless God that I woke up this morning. When you begin to live a more focused life, what's important is important. The main thing is the main thing, and things that don't matter don't hijack your time anymore. Lord, have mercy. The, the, the book of Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 and 2, uh, the Bible says, if then, the apostle Paul writes, if then you are raised with Christ, Seek those things which are above, where, where, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above and not on the things of the earth. The Apostle Paul starts this chapter out much like he does in uh, 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 verse number 17 in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5, where, where it says, uh, if any man be in Christ, the word if makes the sentence conditional. If you are in then you are new. You get it? No in, no new. Lord, how much that, 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 that should have just explained uh, the reason that you hear so many people claiming Christ, but you don't see anything new about them. See, see, people claim stuff all the time. Just, just because you claim don't mean that you're really about that life. In fact, Jesus said, these people draw near me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their heart, their heart is far from me. Can, can, can you, you, you can talk all the Jesus that you want to, and you can quote scriptures all you want to. You can speak in tongues, pay tithes all you want to, but if you're not new. And, and, and it can only mean that, that, that you're not in him because if when you're in him then everything everything has to change. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody know, remember when you went from the old life to the new life and because you was in the new life everything about life had to change. I'm always I'm always watchful of these Christians that, that talk about they're saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost but, but I remember you when, when I was in the streets and you ain't too much changed in your conversation, ain't too much changed in your thinking, ain't too much changed in your ways and, and the Bible tells me that if he, if any man is in Christ, he therefore if any man is in Christ he is a new creature Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. If any and in, if makes it conditional. It's a word of condition. If, if he is in, then he is new. But if you're not in, you're not new. And if you're not new, you're just old. And so now we come up with the verse that having the form of godliness, but divine. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. You can talk all the Jesus that you want to. You can quote all the scripture that you want to. You have to be new or nothing will change. When, when, when you're in him, 
Your talk is different. Old preachers used to say, when, you, when you're in him, your walk is different. And when, and, and, and when, when you're in him, uh, uh, oh, Lord, have mercy. When, uh, when you're in him, what, what used to get you excited, it just don't get you excited no more. And what, and what used to be fun, now you find foolish. And, 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 and there's something about being in him that, that not, oh, Lord, have mercy, that, that not everything can have your time. When, when I'm in God, I can't be into everything else. You ain't got to tell me how saved you are. I can just watch the things that you're into. You ain't got to tell me how saved you are. I can watch what you hit the like button on. You ain't got to tell me how saved you are. I, 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 can, I can watch what you, what, you, what you connect yourself and who you connect yourself with. I don't need you to tell me who, who, you, who you serve and who you sold out to. All I've got to do is watch to see if you're new. <laughs> Lord, how mercy this. something about being new. That everything don't get your attention. When, when, when I'm in him, I'm not easily distracted with things that don't make no sense, thus really don't matter. See, because if it don't make sense, then it don't matter. And that's the problem that we have with so many people, too many people in the church today is that, that we were connected to things that don't matter, but we keep on fooling with it anyway. Lord, have mercy. So some, some of you need just to go ahead and be real with yourselves and admit it. Uh, uh, the reason folk don't see nothing new is because there ain't nothing new. And, and the reason there is nothing new is because you're not in him. You're you're in the world, you're in mess, you're in trouble, you're in four or five different things, but you're not in him. The Apostle Paul says in Colossians chapter 3, if then you were raised in Christ, seek those things which are above uh, where Christ is. See, see, some of us ain't, ain't, can't seek the things which are above simply because you have not been raised. And, 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 and you've not been raised because you've yet to die. And, and everybody want the next level, but don't nobody want to die. Everybody want to go to the next level, but don't nobody want on a desert. Everybody want to be this and everybody want a title, but don't nobody want to die. Don't nobody want to be crucified. Don't nobody want to let nothing go. Everybody want to, everybody want a spouse, but don't nobody want to stop having sex. Everybody, oh God, can I talk in here? Everybody want to clear mind, but everybody don't want to stop drinking. I'm, I'm talking in here. See, 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 see. So some of us can't have the things are above uh, because our mind is too preoccupied with the things of the earth realm. It, it, it's it's got to it's got to just leave, Lord have mercy. See, 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 it's hard to die to something when when what you're trying to die from, you know, still make you feel some type of way. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You, you ever tried to get away from something, but 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 you liked it. You liked it. And, and, and you was trying your best to get away from it, but but, but I, I, what was that brand they used to sing a song we used to listen to as kids down in Cynthia? I said, but it hurts so good. You, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a whole lot of us in here that, that, that tried to walk away from what we knew wasn't for us but because we was addicted to the choice that we made I know when I'm preaching right because they get quiet. Uh -huh. you, uh, it's hard to die from something that makes you feel some type of way. See we have a proclivity to stay with something until that something almost kills you. It's, it's just got it's got to leave you just about with no doubt in your mind that it's not for you but rather uh, 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 but rather against you before you get yourself out of it I, I done seen people almost lose their mind I, I done seen people who wasn't drinking for 10 years go back to drinking simply because they could not disconnect themselves from something or someone that they knew meant them no good uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why she stayed with him all he, all he does is beat her and, and cuss at her and, and cheat on her and, and do her wrong and, 
the reason she's still in it is for the reason that you stayed in your mess for so long and you, and you might not have had it so bad but it, but it sure wasn't nothing good about it and, and, and it wasn't until they, uh, they, they fooled you enough it wasn't until they took advantage of you enough it wasn't until your dignity and self-respect was trampled and stepped on that you finally found the nerve to leave the streets here let me tell you how that worked for me the streets had to turn on me in the worst way then leave me dead before I mustered up the strength to finally be through can I just go ahead and say that we need to pray for people that are going through it right now you trying to figure out why you staying in that why you still doing that why don't you just let that go truth be told if we'd be real with ourselves for a moment it wasn't that easy for us just to let it go it wasn't that easy for us to just break away because had it been that easy we wouldn't have the scars that we have we wouldn't have the distrust issues that we have we wouldn't have that the, 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 the issues with committing that we have don't talk about why won't you I don't see why they just won't because then you couldn't see why you wouldn't leave it alone got this word I made up called Christnesia Y'all remember what Christnesia is when you get saved and then you get forgetful. You get saved and you forget how silly you used to be before you got saved. Oh, Lord. You, 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 you get saved and then all of a sudden you forget how good the weed was when you was smoking. Oh, y'all don't hear. You, you get saved and all of a sudden, now you know, and, and it killed me with married folk because married folk get married and then all of a sudden everybody else need to get it together. Can I just go ahead and say mar marriage don't save you? You better get delivered before you get married because if you don't get delivered before you get married, you're gonna be married with lust issues. You understand what I'm saying to you? You're gonna you're gonna be you're gonna get married with, with, with sexually perverse issues. You everything that you was going through before you got married. Give it a little time, baby. Get used to who you're laying next to, and then you'll find yourself going through what it was that you was going through before you got married, simply because you got married, but you didn't get delivered, and marriage is not deliverance. tell you it takes it takes you to get to that point where you are through anybody ever been through through you find yourself a little upset and you're upset because you can't believe that for so long you went through all that you went through anybody anybody know something about through when you through you oh lord I, i've been through with some things before watch this on the other side of the coin, I've had some things be through with me, and it was through. It was through. Just you, you ever been through with something? Y'all act like y'all ain't never been through nothing. Y'all, y'all act like y'all been y'all come out the womb speaking in tongues, and you know you've been through with something. Boy, you you through. You know you see it in the mall. Hey, you through. You understand what I'm saying to you? Uh, you keep that little piece of money that you owe me, baby. We through. No, no, no. You stay in the house. I'm moving out. We we through. Now, no, 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 no. I'm gonna take my name off the insurance and, and off the car. We are th when you through. You are through. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> there's, there's no reason to keep calling me. There's no reason to keep coming around. There's no reason to be inboxing me. We are through. And once I died to Jesus, once I died to Jesus and seen, and seen how sweet it was, I'm no longer distracted by the phony when I'm rocking with the real. And, and, so, and so I take on this heavenly mindset uh, because what's in the earth realm has absolutely nothing to do with me anymore. My mind is now on the things of God and the things of heaven. And this is one of the problems in the 21st century church. We've got people coming to Jesus for the wrong reasons. Ah, church would be packed if we fill it up with everybody whose relationship was all jacked up. 
You ever notice how we get two, three people in here sometimes, and we really don't know them, but 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 you know we we see we see they coupled up, and, but there's tension in between the coupling. You understand what I'm saying to you? And they can't wait for the altar call. You ever seen they're just waiting for the altar call? Ah, the preacher's cool, but I'm waiting for the altar call. And you say anybody down here need prayer? You run on down here, and you waiting for me to lay hands on you, like me laying hands on you, go straighten out them. We come to him for the wrong reasons because church and pastors have told us it don't make no never mind why you come. Just come to him. Oh, the devil is a lie. It makes a, it's a reason I come to him. Come to him because I don't want to be the way I've been anymore. I don't come to him so he can fix my marriage. I don't, I don't come to him for that. I don't come to him so, so that I can stop. You, you understand what I'm saying to you? So, so, so I can uh, get the car that I want. I don't come to him because I'm trying to get this job. I come to him because I understand that I was a wretch undone. And he saved me. Come for the wrong reasons. So, so we, since we come for the wrong reasons, we usually don't get what we want. And when we don't get what we want, we don't stay long. Oh. You understand what I'm saying to you? We, when we don't get what we want, we, we don't stay long. You got to take on a heavenly mindset. You understand what I'm saying to you? When I, when I said I do, baby, I meant I do. When I said I'm down, I meant I'm down. You understand? And it blows my mind how we can be more committed to the things of the world, the things that's killing us, the things that are crushing us, than we can be committed to the one who actually saved us. Patty LaBelle said, I got a new attitude. So if it costs too much, guess what? I don't need it. If it's going to pull me from God, you can keep it. Yeah, it ain't worth it. We don't have to debate it. There's nothing to discuss. My mind is on heaven and all that comes with it. You, you can have the money. I done, I done had some money, baby. And so, and so money don't impress me, but, 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 what, but what I want is some faith. Oh, yes. Give me the type of faith to smile, a real smile, when the report comes back so catastrophic that money can't buy me a cure. You can have the houses. The houses don't impress me. I done lived in some of the nicest houses that man can build. I don't need all of that. But what I do desire is forgiveness. So when I see them jokers that have done me wrong, I do I, I, I don't find anything in me that keeps me from him. When I see them, it don't shift me back to who I used to be. God bless me with forgiveness. They can have all the houses. I just want to see when the people that dogged me, that I don't get bougie when you blow me up. You understand what I'm saying to you? God, I just need more of you. I want to sit on the right hand of the Father one day, and I, I want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. My, my mind's not caught up with the, with the makeup of her body. I, I want to experience real love, and I want to experience real joy. Somebody who, if I'm in a car wreck today and, use, and lose use of my limbs, I ain't got to worry about stinking. They're going to take care of me. God, God, give me everything that's real. Paul says this. Go back to verse number one, Gabe. He says this. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is. If then, if you was raised with him, I'm going to go ahead and bust somebody's head wide open. People ain't going to like me. But I said this before, in the flesh, you should hate my guts. Anybody ever read the Bible, sit down and start reading the Bible, and all of a sudden, you just got other things on your mind? If then, 
You were raised with Christ. You know what I had to learn, minister? You know what I had to learn? That sometimes I got to die more than the one time that I died at first. When, when, when I began to read the word and everything is Chinese, but I was just teaching this joker. I was just teaching this passage last week, but now all of a sudden it's Chinese to me today. It, you know, they may make fun in the Tyler Perry movies and all of that. We support people who come against Christianity on the low. But, but for real, for real, when they, when they say stuff like, when I'm reading the Bible and you just fall asleep. If then you were raised with Christ, because when I've been raised with Christ, there's nothing boring about the word. When, when, when I, when I, you know what bores me when I've been raised with Christ? The same old, same old. Uh, I went to the club. Such and such bought me a drink. On the way home, bought me a Happy Meal. Yeah, girl, I think he the one. Uh, you, you know how, how, many, how many times have you heard that? How many times? Have you, anybody want to hear that? No more. That's boring. That's boring. To tell me something like, you know what? I, I wasn't in the club. You understand what I'm saying to you? Uh, and, and I didn't have, I didn't have, a, I didn't go to the laundromat with, 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 with heels and, and a perm and, and, and you know, and, and, and my lashes and my nails done and everything, you know, I, you know, I wasn't on, what they say now, my, my, my lashes wasn't on fleek, you know, my eyebrows wasn't on fleek, and, and I, I just went to the laundry man, I lightweight, hadn't even taken a shower, and this man told me he loved me. That's exciting, because the Bible says a man that found the wife found the good thing. He didn't say a man who, a man who found the wife who set the stage for him to find her finds a good thing. He said a man who found the wife finds a good thing. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? What's so exciting about you put all skin tight clothes on and everything showing and all of a sudden he hollered at you? What's exciting about that? You knew he was going to holler at you. That's why you put it on. You better be looking for the one that's going to love you when your hair nappy. You better, you, you, you understand what I'm saying to you. You better, you better. You better love the one that when you was running out the house, you didn't have the time to brush your teeth and when you ha and he still loved you anyway. You better <laughs> if I'm raised in Christ, then if it's not of God, it has nothing to do with me. Here is the here is the greatest part. Here, here is the greatest, this is the hardest part. I figured this stuff out, you know, I sat down all weekend, I was trying to figure this stuff out, I'm in the study of my own life, I recommend everyone do it, get the Bible out and study your life, in the Bible, study your life, and I came to the conclusion that Solomon came to in Ecclesiastes, everything is vain, none of this stuff matters, if, if I wear the shirt from Macy's, if I wear the shirt from Walmart, if I iron it right, you ain't going to know the difference. All of it's vain. All of it's vain. I, I asked, can I talk about it? I asked Tyrone, I said, I said, man, where'd you get them shoes at? Them shoes. I told Kevin, the other, I said, man, them shoes are slamming. He was down here teaching Sunday school. I said, where'd you get them shoes at? And he, he didn't want to tell me where he got them. And, and I said, bro, I said, they look good. I didn't care. I, you know, I don't care. I, I asked because I might want them. I might try to be trying to find out, what, but, but see, see, society tells us that if we don't got name brands on everything, you see that? And when you get, when you get to believe that thing, that if you ain't got a name brand on everything, then, then, then it ain't for you, you, you ain't raised with Christ. You ain't raised with Christ. Our grandson. <laughs> he going to speak till I speak back. How you doing, grandson? <laughs> if then you were raised with Christ, Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Nobody wants to come all the way over. Nobody wants to come all the way over. 
this, this, this generation, this, this ain't like, you know, 20, 30 years ago when, you know, everybody was, you know, pumping everybody to come to church and all that. No, 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 no. You got people with titles telling you why you shouldn't go to church. You, you got people with titles that don't support the church. See, nobody wants to come all the way over. If you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is. In other words, there's a whole lot that you've got to say goodbye to if you're going to be for real about Jesus. That is the whole hit of the matter. It ain't, it ain't the fact that we got to be in church on Sundays. It ain't sometimes we got uh, evening, evening service. It ain't, the fact, it ain't tithing or any of that. What the problem is, is that people are still so in love with the world that they cannot come over to Christ. That is the problem. That's the problem. Let me show you. Kevin, come here. Now I want you to shame, tell the truth, shame, shame the devil, okay? All right, he said, man, why always me? Because you're the only one don't complain afterwards. Come on. Come on to Christ. Come on to Christ. But you got to love Christ more than anything. That ain't no problem, is it? Come on to Christ. You mean you got to love Christ more than your child? Come on to Christ. You see how he slowed down right there? Huh. Come on to Christ. That means you got to love Christ more than your mother. Come on to Christ. That means you got to let that club go. Come on to Christ. She going to leave you because you're going to tell her that you ain't having sex no more until you get married. Come on. And, and, and you've been together for three years. Come on to Christ. Now, truth be told, he stops right there. Nine times out of ten, you stop right there. Can we just get some honest people in the house today? How many of you tell the truth and just say, there are some things in the world that have stopped me from coming all the way over. And here, here's the crazy part. And the things that's in the world that stopped me from coming all the way over, guess what? They really wasn't for me. I knew they wasn't for me, but, you know, you, you get that person that's like, you know, I, I, I mean, I know, I know they, they talk crazy to me. I know they treat me a certain type of way, but at least I got somebody. You don't got nobody. You by yourself, I promise. You don't got nobody. Come all the way over. You, you, you know why the church ain't doing phenomenal things? You know why we're having funerals in here? What is it? No, it's four times a week and sometimes two on a day, two, two in a day. You know why we're doing that? You know why we bury 17-year-olds to 25-year-olds more than we, oh God, more in a month than we bury older people, anybody over 35 in a year put together? Do you know why? Do you know why? Because won't nobody come over. And, and, and it ain't them out in the street because them in the street, they, they only doing what they're supposed to be doing. The problem is with us. The harvest is plenty, but the labor was a few. See, in the street, they for real. I, I, I can accept the streets. They real. They tell you that, you know, in the street, they, they honest about what's going on. And the people in the street are looking to you going, but you still act like me. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, baby. When you, when you, when you, you saved, but still, how am I, so how am I still having my way with you? I said it before, I said it again. Some of you single women, can I say this? I'm going to tell you the truth. You're going to get mad at me, but it's okay. But some of you single women that's in the church, you are the worst of trainers. You go to church. You get upset with your boyfriend because he won't come to church. You get upset with your boyfriend because he's playing rap music with cuss music in it and all that. You get upset, and, 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 but, but you come home from church, and you sex him. And you want him to believe in what you've yet to believe in yourself. Oh, God. Can I say that again? You want him to believe in what you have yet to believe in yourself. So now he sees all this hypocritical action from you. And why would I come to a God that you've not given yourself to yet? And why would I come over to him when, when evidently he ain't all of that? Because you wouldn't be giving yourself to me. Oh, God, am I talking in here today? Oh, Jesus. They don't fool with the church because of us.
It ain't their fault. It's something Jesus said. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. You know why? Because the laborers are sick. The laborers ain't made up their mind. <laughs> the laborers have yet to make up their mind. Jesus said, if you put your mother or father before me, you are not worthy of me. I mean, he made it your mother or your father. We put boyfriend, we put bae and boo and all of that in front of him. And we're trying to figure out. We've been trying to, I've been trying to get such and such to come to church, but they won't come to church because you ain't came to church yet. All you do is come to church. When you going to go to Jesus? I've been trying to, you stop trying. I've been trying with you. I ain't got you all the way in here. How you going to go get somebody in here? Lord, have mercy. That's the problem. That's the problem. They ain't, they ain't the most terrible people in the world. How you going to say that? We used to be one of them. We used to be them. The majority of us sitting in here used to be out in the streets doing all of that. What's the problem? Us. Us gossiping. Us lying. Us fornicating. Adultery. Us. Some people say right there, Holy Spirit just said, some people say, don't nobody know I do it. Yes, yes, but, but he knows you do it. And guess what? Since he knows you do it, he ain't going to trust his with you. He, he knows you still drink on the low, so he ain't going to trust his with you. That's the problem. You, you want to slow these funerals down? Show him somebody that has actually met him. So showing somebody that has actually met Jesus. Yeah, that's it. That is the problem. We won't come over. And we're trying to find a, we're trying to get a fallen world to come over to a spot that we've not come over to ourselves. If then you were raised with Christ, when you really break that thing down, it says it like this. If then you were raised with Christ, you would seek those things of above where Christ is. That's how that actually goes. If then you were raised with Christ, you would seek. In other words, what's popping off in the world don't got nothing to do with you. How, how many of you saved in here? Uh-huh. Don't be scared. I ain't setting you up for failure. And, and saved, but in a, in a heartbeat that can change. Let's have some fun. We out. We, we almost done. I promise. I know you're mad at me. Put your hands. How many of you saved in here for real? Tell the truth. And how, how quick can that change if somebody say something wrong to your kids? Put their hands. Uh, ooh. <laughs> huh? We ain't speaking in tongues then. Not, not those of Jesus anyway. That's a whole different tongue, ain't it? But hold on though. He said it. But if you was raised with him, then you would seek those things. You, you, can I tell the story real quick? We had, we had my daughter was having some. So we got a bully on the street, and 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 he got some bully parents. Ain't nothing worse than a bully on the street and have bully parents. You know what I'm saying? And so you know, you know me. And so I, you know, I come home and everybody's at our house, and this this man that says this child that says something to Maya. You know, Maya, this biggest child's this big. You know, and, and got some issues. So at any time, this can go bad. And so the dad doesn't talk stuff. The mama doesn't talk stuff. And so I just, I leave everybody. They all just talking. And I walk down the street. And my wife, see, she, she got this thing. <laughs> she done heard something about my past. So she's always ready. She's like, 
he getting ready to tear it up. And, and so I walk over, I walk over to the to the house, and you know what I'm doing while I'm walking over there? And he's he's coming up off the porch, and you can tell he's trying to he's trying to be tough, he's trying to be ready, but he's scared. And I'm but I'm not paying you, you know what I'm doing while I'm walking around? I'm praying. Lord, despite whatever he says, don't let me put my hands on him. Lord, let me handle this right. Please. And I get over there, and he stands. I says, hey, man, what's going on with you? What's going on? And he says, well, I said, okay, first, let's talk about a few things I heard. I heard you say something to my wife. I heard you say something to my daughter. Now, what if I said something to your wife and your daughter? You're right, man, I'm sorry. We're done. We're cool. The rest of this is, we're going to work this out. I walk that neighborhood every day. He speaks. His wife speaks. We don't have no problem. The kids don't play, and the kid don't come down our street causing trouble no more. He took care of that. See, now that, that could have went a whole different way, though. You understand what I'm saying to you? If my mind was on the things of, you know, if, in my, if I was in my flesh, you understand what I'm saying to you? You said something to my wife. Man, you're, you know, all of that. But see, what I got to show him was Jesus. And what I got to show my wife, my wife, she, she over amen, and she was frustrated on this shit. I said, I said, come on. She came over to the she's like, and I said, uh-uh, chill out, chill out, it's all good. You know, Mary was like, and I, you know, I'm like, uh-uh, chill out, come on, come on, come on, let's go, let's go. What's we doing? And she's like, nah, I'm just tired. I said, no, 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 chill, it's all good. She's not going to be a problem no more. He's not going to be a problem anymore. You see, and, and, and so, and so I got to teach her what she'd been teaching me. I got to show my child what I've been preaching. You see what I'm saying to you? You see, because, because two months earlier, right here at this very church, it went a whole different way. And so, and so I had a chance to sit back and say, oh, I've grown from that. Now we're gonna show, I'm going to show everybody Jesus. And that's what you got to do. You got to be looking for the opportunity to show people Jesus. And I'm going to tell you who's looking for you to not show them Jesus, the people that's closest to you. Those are the ones that are going to try you the most. They're the ones that try you the most, the ones that are closest to you. They want to see you fail. You know why they want to see you fail? It's not because they don't love you. They do love you. They want to see you fail because if you fail, then they don't have to have the responsibility of doing right either. You want to see, you catch that? If, you, if, you, if, if what you say, you don't walk, I don't have to walk it no more neither. I, in fact, I don't have to hear you talk about walking it anymore. So as Christians, we're supposed to be raised with Christ. And when we're raised with Christ, everything is different. Everything is different. Everything, everything gets handled. I, I, let me tell you something. People have said some things about me, and I just, and, and they got to be wondering why I ain't stomped on me yet. I'm going, it's different. It's, it's different. Things get different. You know, when we was at the store and the lady was saying a little too much, it just got different. Lily was just, man, well, you know, it's different. And it goes back to the question that I asked you last week. What are we doing here? If we're not going to do it right, what are we doing here? If we're not going to get them saved by them seeing us being saved first, what are we doing here? Then we need to have punch and cake in the back every day and, and, and call us a, a club or a community center. But if you're not going to step over into the things of God seriously, what are we doing? Amen? Amen. Give somebody give God a hand clap and praise. Now get this, and we're done. You're going to get tried now. 
Some of you sitting there going, you know what, you're right. I can handle some things better, and I'm going to handle them better. So, and as soon as you walk out here, some of you going to get text. <laughs> Road rage. Somebody going to pull off in front of you and, and, you know, give you the universal language, right? You, you ever see somebody try you and they, they can't possibly? It's only two reasons why somebody this big, you know, and that big try somebody like me. Either they, it's a trick of the enemy or they know karate. So you ever just sit back and say, why are you tripping? You think it's them, but see, the Bible says, see, this is the problem with the Christians. We don't read the Bible because we know that we don't wrestle against what? Flesh and blood. Some of you ain't speaking to people in your life right now, people that matter, people that you love and people that you need and they need you. And because they said something, but you did not remember when it said, they didn't say that, flesh and blood did. I mean, they didn't say that. The, the, the spirit that's on them said that. Those principalities said that. Those dark, those dark, you know, those dark forces, they said that. And we're so caught up in our pride, which we ain't supposed to be because we're raised up with him, that we don't care. How many of you do that? Yeah, you know, look, you're in church now. I don't care about church. You just lost a witness. You just lost your witness. Come on, you're supposed to be showing up. I ain't got nothing to do with that. They ain't going to be disrespecting me. You just lost your witness. You just lost your witness. Amen? 